So Michael Popak, Legal AF. Well, while we wait to see what the Manhattan DA's office is going to do with Donald Trump threatening Alvin Bragg with a baseball bat, we still have other crazies and violent extremists who need to be sentenced in America. And now we've got Riley June Williams, now age 24 of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. She's going away to a federal prison for the next three years for her role in breaching the Capitol, using people as battering rams and organizing them to do that, making her way to Nancy Pelosi's office and coordinating the theft of a laptop, then obstructing justice by attempting to erase all of her text messages and social media, while at the same time telling her father that they needed to go back on Jan 20, Inauguration Day, and quote-unquote, finish the job. This lovely piece of you-know-what was admonished in court today by federal judge Amy Berman Jackson in the District of Columbia, who had had enough of hearing about this whiny, snowflake terrorist tell the court that she was immature and impressionable, and she was addicted to the internet, and she was trying to impress men in her life like her daddy and Donald Trump, and specifically Nick Fuentes. Oh, um, Riley June Williams was a big fangirl and is a big fangirl of Nick Fuentes. Who's he? He's the 24-year-old neo-Nazi who Donald Trump in November hosted for dinner at Mar-a-Lago with Kanye West. Just to remind you, in November, the former president, now soon to be indicted, not only for Stormy Daniels, not only for election interference in Georgia, not just for Mar-a-Lago secret document stealing and election interference and Jan 6th interference, but now for threatening a prosecutor crossing the line, He used to attack just jurors and grand jurors and judges, and now he's made his way all the way to a prosecutor. Putting that aside for a minute, when he was still trying to figure out whether he was going to run for office, he was hosting people at Mar-a-Lago. And one night it was at his table, Kanye West, Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes, who went to Charlottesville and marched with other neo-Nazis and white supremacists who formed a group called the Groypers, who are a virulent a band of neo-Nazi anti-Semites, Holocaust deniers. And this is who Riley June Williams has up on her bedroom wall in posters that she admires, that she uh, listened to the clarion call of people like him to go storm the Capitol. When she got there, as the judge noticed, she was not just, in, and this is the judge's words, she was not just some waif blowing in the wind. She was actively organizing much bigger men mainly men, wearing protective gear and um, police-grade and military-grade weapons and body armor and and put them into formation, organize them, put them into formation, and use them as a human shield and battering ram to get her way into the Capitol, into the crypt, into the speaker's hallway, into the speaker's office itself, and ultimately got her little hands on the uh, on the laptop. The Department of Justice wanted seven years, at least five years for her to go to prison. Now, the jury, because there was, of course, three or four months ago, a trial, the jury convicted her of various felonies, including civil disorder, and and one related to um, obstructing the police because she did yell and scream at the police and, and other things. But they were deadlocked. The jury was deadlocked on the evidence that would have convicted her for obstruction of the 
justice, obstruction of Congress related to the uh, the Jan 6 counting. So that highest count she didn't get, but she got everything else. And the judge gave her three years, gave her 36 months and another 36 months of supervised release, also required that she not have any contact with any, any of these quote-unquote political figures, really just violent extremists masquerading as mainstream political figures. If it goes beyond the First Amendment expression, the judge is going to see that as a violation of her probation and put her back in the can. So all of the crocodile tears and fake whining today by uh, Riley June Williams um, all went by the wayside as the judge sentenced her. Now, you have the uh, 1,000 or more Jan 6 defendants who are already in the system being processed, prosecuted, convicted, trials. There's been over 40 trials of these people and the rest have uh, pled guilty. There is another 1,000 or 1,500 more that the Department of Justice and the FBI have alerted the D.C. Circuit Court Chief Judge, now Jeb Boesberg, serving his new seven-year term, that the court system should expect and better have the resources in place because they're going to do it all again. It's going to double the amount of people. So the Department of Justice and Jan 6 investigators are still hot on the trail of everyone who was involved. A lot of people thought, well, they got that first thousand. That seemed about right. No, there's another 1,000 to 1,500, maybe even 2,000 by some estimates that are still out there as FBI and DOJ crawl through social media and the tip hotline and and uh, put the pieces together from other witness interviews to bring all of these people to justice. That has to be done. That is one wheel of justice that is rolling. As the Department of Justice, now led by special prosecutor for all things Donald Trump, special counsel Jack Smith, goes after Donald Trump and those at the very apex of this plot, this conspiracy, this criminal plot, and try to bring them down as well. That's going to take a minute. It has taken a minute, and it's going to take a minute. At the rate these things are moving, let me give you my estimate based on closely watching this and operating in the courthouses that we're dealing with. To me, it looks like the Mar-a-Lago grand jury is almost at the end and that Jack Smith is going to be making a charging decision about Donald Trump and the Mar-a-Lago documents very soon. I'm not going to use that word imminent because that's taken on a whole jokey meaning now, a whole meme. However, the fact that they are fighting so hard to get what I think is one of the last witnesses in, Evan Corcoran, and got a huge win at the Department of Justice in front of um, the uh, D.C. Circuit Court chief judge, I think that one's almost done, which means we could see a charging decision in April or May. The other two grand juries that are out there are also moving at their own pace um, and making up for lost time. The one investigating all things related to Jan 6th, and the one related, we think, to Donald Trump's using the grift to raise money on the backs of fraudulent claims of the stolen election. And so we think all those are running simultaneously. While the Manhattan DA's office makes its charging decision likely next week, and Fawny Willis 
has her charging decision in front of a regular grand jury, probably not happening until May, the next time the grand jury, the regular grand jury in Fulton County meets, because we can all read a calendar. We know that's not till May. So we got all that going on while justice gets meted out by people like Judge Amy Berman Jackson against Jan 6 insurrectionists and rioters, uh, Riley June Williams in this case, who is going away to a federal uh, a federal Bureau of Prisons prison assignment for the next three years because of her role in breaking into Nancy Pelosi's office and then obstructing justice further in hiding her evidence and erasing her evidence and making it even harder on the FBI, although they caught her, to prove their case. This is Michael Popak reporting from uh, Legal AF. I do these kind of hot takes about every day at the rate the wheels of justice are moving and developments in these cases I just described. I'm doing them about every hour. And if I'm not doing them, then my co-anchors on the Legal AF podcast, which is on Wednesdays and Saturdays, where we pull all these stories together and give them to you in a one-hour podcast on YouTube and on every place, all the platforms that you listen to your podcast, then my co-anchors are doing the hot takes. Karen Freeman Ignifolo, Manhattan DA, former number two, Ben Micellis, civil rights lawyer and co-founder of the Midas Touch. And if you like what I'm doing, you can follow me and tell me so on at MS Popak on all social media, including Twitter. This is Michael Popak, Legal AF Reporting. Lock him up. Indictment season is upon us. Celebrate with the new indictment season t-shirt and v-neck exclusively at store.midastouch.com. 